Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mike Claiborne joins us from Atlanta. Good morning, Michael. How you doing? I'm doing well. Long night, but uh, the sun came up, so I'm ready to go. All right. I, we got to start with this because Carrie and I were just talking about football players and their access to water at camps and during training camp. And you and I were both in Charleston, Illinois in 1986 when Gene Stallings was the first year head coach of the football Cardinals. Remember that? Because he was one of the junction boys. He wouldn't allow his guys to drink water. <laughs> no water. No water. Hey, hey, Randy, how about this? No water and, oh, here, take some of these hot salt tablets. Yeah, right. Oh. right, yeah. <laughs> oh. Talk about dehydrated. <laughs> oh, man, I mean, guys were locking up all over the place, and little did we know the the impact the hydration would, would have on sports. But back then, no, man. You know, because this thing was, hey, you get water, you cramp up. Well, what's the difference between cramping up and locking up because I'm dehydrated? Well, or passing out because I haven't had because yeah, exactly. of a heat stroke. Yeah, yeah. it's not and good. Him knock, put him in the shade; he'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's what they used to do. Yeah. And finally, a trainer went up to Gene Stallings and said, uh, "Hey, coach, I think we better get the guys some water." And and after the doctors spoke to Stallings that night, he relented a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I think he uh, got a quick test on, on medical advice and. Uh, he, he he figured it out. Yeah. And you know what? He he was a very sane coach after that. But yeah, you know, definitely. I think guys, that's all they knew. So you know, they do that, and they're like, "Oh well, it worked for me." You know, yeah, but well, things have changed since then. Yeah, there's definitely some changes since then. Hey, hey, Mike, we were uh, talking about the Cardinals catching situation and and how um, they're just not hitting right now. I think they're they're 189 batting average for the as a whole for the entire season. What needs to change, and 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 does how much of an impact does that have on on younger pitchers uh, that need that veteran leadership behind the plate? Well, it means a lot, Kerry, um, especially in this day and age with so much information available to catchers and pitchers and pitchers pitchers meetings last a lot longer than what they used to and it's about framing balls you know everybody throws breaking balls and if you don't have a guy who can frame it where the umpire can get a good look at it and maybe you steal a pitch from time to time if you don't have that guy if you got a guy with, with bad hands then it's going to be noticeable and with the cardinals right now you know, with Yachty down, and nobody knows when he's coming back or if he's coming back. I mean, you know, we haven't heard very much. You know, Andrew Kisner's been fighting it. Let's just be honest about it. He, he's trying. I mean, but, you know, as, as Tommy Lasorda once said, I can get a truck driver to try. So it's one of those deals where it, it just its not progressing. And the problem that he's having is it's one thing not to be able to do it, your job behind a plate and frame and be able to dig balls out of the dirt. But now you're not hitting either. And I think that that's so glaring. You know, Herrera is going to be a good player someday. But there's nobody to mentor him and show him the ropes at this point on, on the big league game because the game comes so quick. It's so much faster. And, and Kerry, I'm sure you noticed the difference when you got to an NFL camp 
compared to when you were Mr. Everything in, in college and high school. It, it's a it's an all-striking all event, and a lot of guys just don't know how to adjust. So while this team needs a few things, catching is going to be something, and they don't have anybody in the pipeline that's close other than Herrera. So they're going to have to look outside the organization. Hey, Clayton's another tough outing last night for Dakota Hudson, and you're in uh, Ali's office every day, and you, you talk to Mike Maddox, and you're, you're around the ball club. What's the concern level right now for Dakota Hudson? Because from here, from afar, it looks like a guy that just can't find a way to consistently throw strikes. Well, you're right, and, and it really comes down to not having a plan B. And, and my point being this, he's a low ball pitcher. You know, he's a ground ball guy. And if he doesn't get that pitch low in the zone, he doesn't have a plan B or an adjustment he can make that still makes him relevant. Because now hitters know, if I just sit on it and let him just keep pumping the zone low, either he's going to throw a ball or it's a pitch that I can't hit. So I'll take my chances on him throwing more balls. And so when he does, then all of a sudden he gets the ball up in the zone. And that's when guys start teeing off. Last night, we saw a lot of first-pitch swings because it showed a lack of confidence on his part in being able to throw strikes low in the zone. So, you know, normally you see guys who want to throw you that get-me-over fastball, and that get-me-over fastball, now guys jump on. They don't wait. They, they, get, off, they get after that first pitch. Uh, Tommy Edmond is a classic example. Uh, when Tommy Edmond puts the ball in play, he's hitting 500 in the, in the, with the first pitch. So you're seeing other guys looking early. And uh, a guy like Dakota Hudson just can't make that adjustment. His pace of play slows down. His body language just tells you, I don't really know what to do next. So they've got some concerns. And, you know, we can't have many more of these four- and five-inning outings. We're 81 or 82 games into the season, so everybody should be stretched out. Uh, you, you really don't have an excuse on why you shouldn't be able to go at least six or seven innings. Speaking of being stretched out, we were uh, Jordan Hicks just coming back off the I.L., how long or, or does it happen that he becomes a starter with all of the struggles that you're seeing from Dakota Hudson and, and you no. know, Flaherty and, and no, Matt being down? That that ship sailed out of the harbor, and uh, it, it's, it's that's not going to be it. He's going to be a middle guy, perhaps a setup guy, perhaps a closer. Uh, the starting experiment, it, it was a good idea, but, Kerry, that, that should have been done in the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, you think about how little time – um, Jordan Hicks had in the minors when he was called up, he was an A ball. Mm. Okay, so he really the only time he ever saw the minors was in a rehab assignment. He he never spent any quality time there, and I don't think people can just hop out of the car and say I'm going to be a starter. I, I just don't think that's possible these days. I mean, there's a there's a, a method that goes with it from a preparation standpoint, being able to utilize more than one pitch and knowing how to get it, get after a hitter. And I, I just thought that that was just an idea that I didn't really ever feel was going to work because he just didn't have enough legitimate experience. So with all of this being said, with the lack of experience behind the plate and the need for a starting pitcher, it seems, Mike, like the Cardinals need a guy that's been around the block a little bit. Kerry and I were talking about how Michaelis and, and Wayno they call their own game. It seems like when the Cardinals get to the trade deadline at the end of this month, early next month, I guess, they're going to have to get a guy that's capable of doing that. They... It, they, they can't bring in a guy that needs guidance from behind the plate. I agree. Now, here's the question. Who is that guy? Uh, remember, you, with those extra playoff spots, there are more teams that think they're in it. So you don't have as many trade partners as you maybe would have in the past. 
throw in the fact that you don't need a rental. You need a guy that can get you legitimate innings. Right now, your, your rotation, your, Michaelis is your best pitcher. And you can throw the rest of those guys' names in a hat and pull them out, and it could go two through five. I mean, it's just it's just that unfortunate that you have one guy every week that you know can come out and get it done. Mm-hmm. And that's Miles Michaelis. You know, Wayno gives you a quality effort, but he's another guy that if teams sit on him and wait long enough, they're going to jump on him. So, and, and he, we're talking about a 41-year-old guy that you're going to put in the upper portion of your rotation. Hmm. We don't know about Steven Matz. He's not with us on the trip, but, you know, he's not ready to go. Jack Flaherty is, is not going to throw for another week. So, you know, you can't count on them. And, you know, by the time you say, well, they'll be ready to go by August or September, we're not chasing the Milwaukee Brewers, okay? We're chasing the playoffs by just to get in. Because I think some people have the notion, well, you know, they'll take two teams from the Central. Well, I'm not sure about that. I mean, there's some other teams and other divisions that are starting to really turn it up. So you can't sit and think, well, you know what, if we just stay close close to Milwaukee, we'll get in. No, there's some teams in the West. There's some teams in the East. Because now you're looking at Philadelphia. You're looking at Atlanta. You're looking at the Mets in the in the West. You're looking at the Dodgers and the Padres. You know, and you've got a couple other teams that are like circling the Giants or a team that's right there in the hunt. So there's no defined way to say the Cardinals are a shoe-in when it comes to postseason. It feels to me like the sense of urgency is 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 understood and, and starting to be realized, especially with these this, this Atlanta series, Philly again, and then the Dodgers and and who 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 Milwaukee has. Um, are the players and the coaching staff understanding or, or feeling that sense of urgency right now? Well, I, I think they always feel a sense of urgency of being better than they were yesterday. But but I think what's really been a bucket of water in everyone's face is they can't beat good teams yeah. with any consistency. If you look at their record in the first half, uh, they were well under 500 against teams that were over 500. They made their hay on teams that were under 500. I think they went like 27 and 16 with teams above 500, and I think they were like 13 or whatever against teams above 500. So, uh, and and the reason why I roll this out is because, look, I think most fans in St. Louis, and I think I can say for the organization, this getting in and one home in the, after the first game or the first round, we've seen enough of that. I think everyone feels like, all right, this was our year to make a real move and get deep into postseason. If postseason were to start tomorrow, that wouldn't happen because they're short and they've got to figure out a way to, to, to tighten things up. You know, you need a legitimate starting pitcher. You need a legitimate reliever, preferably a closer in the bullpen. You need a catcher. You need a left-handed bat off the bench. So there are four things you obviously need, and, and, and really you need more of a bench. I mean, the, the mm-hmm. bench does not give you much of a chance here recently. I mean, you know, and you have a short one. You've got Sosa, you've got Dupar, you've got Connor Capel, you've got uh, uh, Albert, you know, but the, the bench isn't giving you much either. So while I'm not saying you have to retool the whole team, you, you have to find people that are better than what you've seen. And remember, this is the, this is the official flag day, Randy. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, so we know what we have. We know who we are. And that doesn't mean you can't fix it. I mean, you have time, but if you think you can wait until the trade deadline the day before, then I think you're you're going to put yourself in a real tough situation because uh, there are some other teams that are going to be vying for those same players. And, you know, you're going to have to part company with somebody that you really like 
But the question is, is that person going to get better, or is that person ever going to get to the big leagues? Yeah, you got to evaluate better than the Cardinals have in, in recent years with their minor leaguers. Meanwhile, the uh, 5460 podcast with Mike Claiborne and Joe West, the new one dropped yesterday, and a guy that made some of the more iconic plays in NFL history, Dave Casper, is one of your guests. Dave Casper was a hoot to talk to. Kind of a quiet guy, but once you got him going, uh, he told some great stories about those teams he played with and just what a tough player he was in a tough era. Uh, those to the post, the holy roller. I mean, this guy was involved in two of the most iconic plays in the game. And uh, it, he was a real pleasure to talk to. And uh, I don't know whether we're going to do it next week, but coming up soon, we did a sit-down with Charles Barkley last week. Mm. And uh, I think it went like an hour and 48 minutes, almost two hours. <laughs> And he started talking about Roy Green and Willard Harold and people here in St. Louis. And one of the funniest things he said, man, when I was growing up in Alabama, you know, we only saw the Redskins, the Cowboys, and the New York Giants. And if they weren't playing each other, they were beating up on the Cardinals. And I was like, yeah, that's the same TV I was watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> same show I was watching. And so here was the kicker. He's taught, so this, this I love this story. So he he's, uh, talking to a guy about the NFL, and he said, man, St. Louis, they used to have this one cat, Roy Green, man. Well, he was a hell of a player. And they keep talking, and so the person who says to Charles, he says, yeah, I know him. He said, you know him? He said, you're a St. Louis guy, right? He said, yeah, I know him. He said, yeah, that's me. That was me. <laughs> Charles never put two and two together. That he was actually talking to Roy Green, the guy he admired on. And they're the best of friends now. Yeah. so They're the best of friends. So we had that story, but he has a few more. So uh, I'll give you the heads up on when that one drops. We had a blast with him, and uh, we got some other fun people coming up. And I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. We Joe knows a lot of people. I'm running out people that Joe knows as well. And uh, we, we're getting a real good vibe, vibe from it. So uh, we just showing up looking to have a good time like I do with everything else. I don't know if you could have a better golf group than Roy and Vince Coleman and Charles and Michael and Tiger, I think, was around with one of those. It's unbelievable, the groups they yeah. got together down in Phoenix. Yeah, and, you know, Roy was the conduit to all of that. I mean, Roy never met a stranger. And, you know, and I've said this, and Randy, you know this, I've always felt Roy Green was part of the greatest show on turf. He'd had, he would have had 2,000 yards of receiving. Yep. Yeah. And as much as I love Isaac Bruce, who's a Hall of Famer, I just thought Roy Green in that offense with his strength and his speed uh, and his toughness, he, he would have put 2,000 yards on the board, and we would have said Jerry who? Now, I'm not going to say he was as great as Jerry Rice, but that offense would allow him to do some things that, we would we would have never imagined could take place at the same time. Roy Green was the fastest and the strongest wide receiver in the NFL. No doubt, no doubt. And remember that kickoff in Dallas? Yeah, I, I, he had the record for a while, 106 yards. Uh, he was a defensive back who hit. He could hit and tackle. There's a difference. You know, you can hit guys, <laughs> but if you don't roll them up, then who cares? He's, next thing you know, is second and two. So with with this guy, there was nothing he couldn't do on the field. He was so talented and so humble, but I've always felt had he had a chance to play in this era, uh, we we have some records going down because the guys who would be throwing to him, he imagined Kurt throwing to him as accurate as Kurt was. Oh my! 
Unbelievable. Yeah, and by the way, if, if you didn't get a chance to see Roy Green, he played in the 80s. Uh, so just, they're all over YouTube. If you just type in Roy Green highlights, you'll I'm be able to see some of the stuff that I'm he did. I had to check that out. Oh, he was something. Oh, l- listen, hey, Kerry, you ought to just check out the one with Daryl Green, Hall of Famer, uh-huh. Washington uh, Redskins at the time. He wore Daryl Green out really? one day, and they was man covered. This was back <laughs> in the day where you could actually do something to it. Yeah. He wore mm-hmm. Daryl Green out. It won the greatest games the football Cardinals lost. Wow. I'm going to I'm gonna have to check out yeah, Roy Green to see how, how, how great oh, he yeah. was. He was uh, something. He, he's legend, man. He's legend. Yep. Claves will be tuned in tonight. Cards and Braves. Hopefully the Cardinals can get one tonight with Andre Pallante on the mound, and we will talk to you soon. All right, you guys have a great week. Take care. You too, Michael. Thanks. Thank you. That is Mike Claiborne. You can hear him on the Cardinal broadcast tonight on KMOX and the Cardinal Radio Network. And, of course, ClavesOnline.com. Follow him on all the socials. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.